Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I grow numb with time But I'm still awake enough to care For both of us From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The Belgian-Egyptian singer and guitarist Tamino is named after a character from Mozart's The Magic Flute, and his grandfather was a popular singer and actor in Egypt. So, really, no surprise that he ended up as a musician himself. Tamino's debut album, Amir, was done with an ensemble of Iraqi and Syrian refugee musicians, and a bonus track was done with Radiohead's Colin Greenwood. The album was really quite wonderful and brought Tamino to our studio back in 2019. Now, his second album is out, called Sahar, and Tamino is back in our New York studio. We'll say hi in a few minutes, but first, he's going to play a song from the new album. This is called A Drop of Blood. I've seen a dream in heart of storm and clear as skies I've seen them breathe I've seen them fall I've seen them fly the gentle breeze that stirs and crown flows from the storm that lays in Oh, may we fight And may we watch And may we find Harmony Like wind and tree I've seen the sea Give men a home And drown them too I've seen her lead Man back to shore To start anew But it's never long Before An old yearning Rises for The cradle lands The siren scorn Let me always return to thee Like sailors to the sea Started to kick my back 
Tamino, live in our studio, and a performance of a song from his new album called Sahar. That's called A Drop of Blood. And uh, while Tamino will be switching over to the guitar for the next two songs, this one was played, as you might be able to tell, on a different instrument, the, uh, the Arab Oud. Tamino, it's great to have you back with us. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and with the oud in tow, which that instrument has a beautiful bass sound to it. It's true. When did you start learning that instrument? Um, I think a couple of years ago, but when I first picked up an oud, in the beginning I kind of sucked at it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then I found a teacher, actually, so you mentioned the um, orchestra on the first record, so there was one player from Syria in that orchestra who played the oud and uh he's, he's called Tariq El Sayed and uh I asked him if he if he also taught because he's a wonderful player and uh and he did so I, I I yeah got lessons from him yeah now I mean this is an instrument that like for example your grandfather would have played right yeah he played it yeah he yeah. used to write songs on it and yeah yeah and did you write this one on the oud yeah yeah Nice. I did. Okay. Um, so what is the, the meaning of the album title, Sahar? It's, uh, it means just before dawn. I mean, that's one of the translations that sort of struck a chord with me because I think it's not really a concept record, but I just wrote a lot of songs and sort of chose 10 
uh, out of a bunch and that I thought sort of fit together or told a story. And um, they seem to sort of inhabit this in-between space, this in-between realm. And I feel like just before dawn conjures up that feeling. For me, it's, it's very much a moment of reflection. And I feel like a lot of the songs on the album are very reflective. So, yeah. Well, you know, that's interesting you say that. I, I don't know if you remember the last time you were in, in yes, our studio. I, I, I mentioned to you how, how much I loved uh, the song Persephone, you know, yeah, at the I end remember. of that album. It's wrong to keep you near me One could call me cruel and deceiving But in your sacred air, I'm full of light. There's Hades kind of wrestling with what he's done to her, and he really does love her, but he also understands that what he's done is he's conflicted. And yes. that many of your characters in these songs are wrestling with how they feel, what they've done, what they haven't felt, what they haven't done. I mean, there's there's that kind of very interior storytelling and you said at the time you said it was the last song you had written for the first album and you thought yeah. it was going to to open a new kind of songwriting for you and here it is i mean <laughs> <laughs> that that's how it strikes me anyway oh that's super cool i'm i'm very glad that that you hear all those things in the songs really i but i i, re I really like it sounds maybe a bit like pretentious or weird but i really don't really know what happens when I'm writing a song. Like, I really have no grasp uh, on it. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I, I, I feel like you, as a songwriter, you can sharpen your tools, but you can never really be a master at it, in a way. Uh, it's, I, yeah, it's, I, it remains I mean, a I, very mysterious uh, yeah. thing. But I, I totally agree that, you know, just because you're writing a storytelling song does not mean you have to just write a song that's so well first a happened and then b happened and then c <laughs> instead you know you suggest a narrative mm -hmm. you know you're suggest and i don't know what a drop of blood is about i mean i don't know what you thought it was about i know what i think it's about and i know that you know karen and irene in the control room are going to have two completely different understandings yep. of what that song is about. And that's kind of the beauty of it, it seems. That's absolutely the beauty of it. And uh, yeah, that's it's just uh, like, that's also part of the reason why I I, um, I find like explaining songs. I feel like I cannot really give an explanation to a song. Yeah. I can only give my interpretation because I, I also, I'm just an interpreter of it as much as a listener would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, when you uh, when you began, when you first began writing songs, were they in English? Yeah, first song I ever wrote was in English, and it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Such a horrible song. <laughs> um, and why was that? Well, I mean, was was it was, was it I, I not, was not why was it horrible? Role. Why <laughs> was it in English? <laughs> why was it in English? I guess it. Mm, good question. I don't know. Um, all the music, most of the music I listened to was in English. Yeah. Um, I also, I think I've always naturally felt like in English, I was sort of protected by, um, yeah, just the mere fact that it's not my mother tongue. So ah. that whatever I would say in English, there would be a barrier in a way be between me and, and what's on the paper. Um, so a distance. 
Uh, yeah, a bit of a distance, and I th I think it's like it it's very helpful to to say um, certain certain things that maybe I I wouldn't dare to say in 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 Dutch. Maybe also because they would sound horrible in Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> um, now the first piece, as I said, you played on the oud, and obviously you know redolent of of the Arab world. It's an instrument that's important to Arab classical music. Uh, you're going to switch to the guitar next, and the next piece you're going to do for us, the longing, has kind of a flamenco, a, a kind of Spanish guitar mm -hmm. sound, which when you think about it, I mean, the roots are, are there, you know, the, the mm -hmm. oud, the moors, the whole Spanish, you know, the Iberian Peninsula, that rich history. Mm -hmm. You know, do you, do you feel those connections when you're switching from one instrument to the other? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I played a lot of uh, uh, classical guitar and, uh, I mean, like nylon string guitar on this album. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, I, I definitely feel a, a big connection between these two instruments, the oud and the nylon string guitar. They're both, yeah, nylon string instruments and, and the oud is basically the ancestor of uh, of the guitar in right. a way. So and and there are also like uh, fretless uh, classical guitars. Um, so they also play quarter tones and they also sing quarter tones in flamenco music. So uh, yeah, there's a there's a big yeah connection there. Yeah. Okay. My guest is Tamino. His new album is called Sahar, and this song is on it. But he's gonna play a live version for us in the studio, switching now from the oud to the, uh, to the guitar. The song is called The Longing, and uh, here is another live performance in our studio from Tamino. Try to believe me 
hid away your longing lonely grow and your lonely grow You live for love alone At first it didn't show That it was love itself You were letting go The light that shone for one Colors are you see Belonging never lies Is the one you keep Hear me Follow this calling I know you see me Fear me Try to believe me Hit away your longing Lonely grow And your lonely grow Once again, live performance in our studio by Tamino. His uh, latest album, his second, is called Sahar. That song is on it. It's called The Longing. And Tamino, on the record, is that a Mellotron, a, an actual Mellotron that's that's used on that song? Yeah. Yeah, ah. it, yeah it is. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, it is did cool. You, did you like? Did you recognize it? I, the, well, you know, it has such a distinctive sound. I mean, yeah. I know there are lots of later keyboards that attempt to imitate the Mellotron, but there's just yeah. something about that sound that is... I know. And, and who played that? Uh, Hendrik Lazur. Okay. Uh, Lazure, pronounced in, uh, in Flemish. Uh, he played that Mellotron on that song, and uh, yeah, we, we like... It went through a bunch of different pedals and like noise, so yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. Doesn't disguise the fact it's still a Mellotron. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, so once again, you worked with uh, Colin Greenwood from Radiohead. Mm -hmm. So what what is your process like? Because I imagine 
a lot of the songwriting happens just like you know you're sitting in a chair with a guitar like you're doing now yeah totally yeah it's like songwriting is very solitary process for me um and once i've like sort of shape the songs far enough then i involve pj who is my uh uh live sound engineer and also producer in the studio so we're practically married <laughs> if we're not on tour we're in the studio i mean for this record i, I really wanted to to have a lot of freedom in the studio mm -hmm. so uh for the musicians and so we we just went into the studio without too much of a plan i mean the songs were were i mean there in in the core but but the arrangements we just sort of let it come from from uh the musicians and uh for example colin he would just sort of sit with a headphone and with the songs in his ears and 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 with his bass guitar just uh writing bass lines basically until he found something that he liked and then he would come into the control room and say can i do a take and then uh like that it was okay. very it was a very playful process um and i really think you hear the the characters of each individual musician shining through in in uh, in the record so a very organic process as opposed to a producer walking in and handing out parts to everybody and saying exactly yeah exactly yeah like it was it was yeah it was really great yeah, yeah. um the the topic of faith recurs in a bunch of these songs mm -hmm. you know including a drop of blood that the song you did on the oud uh it's certainly a part of the last song on the record my my dearest friend and enemy it's also like a major part of the song you're going to do next called the first disciple where where did that i mean were you aware of that first of all that that kept coming up in the songwriting process yeah i definitely noticed it um i think like my view on faith or my my feeling with it is that like um you don't necessarily have to believe in an anthropomorphic god to mm -hmm. believe in sacredness and to believe in some good in this world and there are certain things you do without noticing it that are acts of faith um and um a loss of faith can also be a sort of maybe uh, a nihilism or something you know mm. nihilism to towards uh, life or people or and i think that's something that occurs a lot <laughs> in uh in my mind and in and and therefore in my songwriting is sort of this i think that's where a drop of blood is what a drop of blood is about in the end is sort of a plea for faith a plea for wanting to to uh, see the good in everything and therefore also bring more good to the world. Well, and, and in, the, in the song Fascination, your character is like examining a, a kind of a deficit in himself. You know, he knows that people look at the sunrise or the sunset and find it beautiful. He knows that because he sees them reacting, but he doesn't have that same kind mm -hmm. of reaction. I like the colors reflected Look up to the sky To me they don't seem to appear And I didn't cry 
people who just oh yeah sunset whatever <laughs> i i do i do love like how you describe the character in your song because that's very much how i look at the songs it's like each in each song resides reside different characters i guess but mm-hmm. but and it's sort of um they touch on uh stuff that happens in my life or that i f- feel like um but i of course don't necessarily always feel that way but i definitely i am rather apathetic at times that i <laughs> would <laughs> rather uh be moved by a sunrise or whatever yeah uh-huh. okay yeah. all right let's uh let's hear another live performance from tamino the song is called the first disciple there's a version of it on the album sahar but here's tamino live once again in our studio My old friend, these poems that you preach They're being wasted as you speak Remind me once more How they came to be your calling Do you even know you're falling? You know that for you I'd given on I'm one of you that never meant you harm And I hate you Like I hate fire and thunder But from time to time I wonder And lately I did wonder If you did it all to make you feel desired, did it all to make you feel admired, for love to replace your shame. That's quite the group that you have gathered now Most of them, they just want you somehow They would pay any price to kiss your skin Don't tell me that it's loving You know that don't mean nothing You know You must know And 
Once again, that is Tamino and a live performance in our studio. The song is called The First Disciple. You'll find a version of that on Tamino's latest record called Sahar, which uh, Tamino, you said before, Sahar means uh, the, the time just before dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hear this and I heard your first record as almost like Twilight. You know, but which is, it's that same thing, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. cinematographers talk about those magical hours, twilight Mm -hmm. and what comes right after or dawn and what comes right before, you know, do you write during those times? Uh, I wish I had like a romantic uh, (laughs) (laughs) image to instill uh, on you now, but no, Okay, Uh, I'm, I'm such a... Like, I, I fall asleep so fast. I cannot even watch a movie <laughs> past, like, nine in the evening uh, without falling asleep. So, But I do 
sometimes I have like this drive within me to to I don't know when I found like a new idea or something, and then it keeps me up, and I and I can I can keep going. Mm. But I would say until two or three a.m. maximum, and then uh, <laughs> then I'm done for. Uh, but usually I write dur- either during the day or like early evening. I would say I do. I do like to write when it's dark and when you just when there's no messages coming in or right, right. I mean, I I put my phone away anyway. But it's just I don't know. There's just this feeling that I really like about okay, everybody's sort of. Uh, chilling right now. <laughs> well, now, speaking and, uh, of chilling, the plan was after the first record and tour, you would chill for a while, and of course, yeah. that plan was altered somewhat by yeah. what happened. Um, what happens now? You know, the second album's out, you're finishing up your U.S. tour. Have you already started thinking about an, a next project? Well, I, I definitely want to wanna, wanna uh, keep writing, uh, you know, when I'm home or when I'm not touring uh, on tour, I find it very difficult. Find it very. Di- I, I really n- find that I need the privacy and the and the solitary environment to to be able to write, um, or to be able to write sort of with a with a certain focus. I do write bits here and there on tour, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, we have a European tour coming up, and then in most of december and january i'll I'll have some time off i think and uh i might want to spend that time here in uh, new york and uh i i did that over the summer and it, it was great honestly it was uh very it's very inspiring to be here and to uh yeah to write some songs oh well so maybe we'll have the opportunity to see you again in the not too distant future without a yeah without a pandemic in between um, yeah. <laughs> Tamino, congratulations on the new record, and thank you so much for coming back in and playing for us today. No, thanks for having me again. It was uh, it was great, really. Thank you. Tamino's new album is called Sahar, and uh, our crew, as usual, consisting of technical director Irene Trudell and producer Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. You can see all the rest of our Soundcheck podcasts on our website at newsounds.org. Yeah.